This podcast is sponsored by Buxton in Bayside, the premier Bayside real estate agency. Hello, I am Marie Lacey, and together with my co-host Kate Harvey, welcome to the Bayside Bubble. Every fortnight, we will be sharing interesting and happy stories about life here in Bayside. Our plan is to tap into our wonderful community to uncover locals' anecdotes, past and present. This podcast would not be possible without our major sponsor, Buxton Real Estate, where local property knowledge and experience really does matter. So jump on board, hit subscribe and share the bubble love. Hello, Bayside Banter listeners. Welcome back. And here we are again, Kitty Cat. How are you today? Very well. We're just on a beautiful bike ride today, so feeling the love. That's very good. I went for a big walk. And a big massage, I And hear. a big massage, and it was lovely and relaxing, and that's why we needed a massage before we do the banter, just to get into the zen. Which is why you were 10 minutes late. <laughs> <laughs> I was 10 minutes late, but I was reason for being late. Mm. Yeah, but it's boring, so I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we are here now, and here we go. So today, Kitty Cat, we are going to be talking about all things coffee, because when we started the Bayside Bubble, our introduction talked about our shitty crappy Coffee, coffee orders. orders. Mine's fine. It's more your yeah, coffee order, Marie. Yeah, okay. I, I don't mind paying for the coffee, as you know, but actually ordering it makes me clench. Yes, I understand. And cringe. Yes, yes. Because so it a, is a very boring coffee order. So It's not cat. boring. It's difficult and awkward and painful. Okay. Well, my coffee order, so people can remember, is a weak almond mocha. Weak on the coffee. Extra hot. Extra hot. Okay, it's not that hard to ask for that. But a lot of the time, it doesn't come out the way I want it to be, and I am very fussy. Anyway, you have an almond latte, mm-hmm. and that's pretty straightforward. There's no extra hot, there's no cold, there's, you yep. don't add anything does to it. That's what it says on the tin. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about coffee in Australia. I've done some research, Kitty Cat. As you know, I like to do that. You do. Go. So our love of coffee in Australia is off the charts. Now, I found out that 19 million Australians consume at least one coffee per day. So that is 75% of the entire Australian population. However, out of that 75%, 28% have three or more coffees a day. Have you ever had more than one coffee? Yes. So probably two is my comfort zone. Three starts to get headachey and twitchy. Okay. And do you have that situation if you do have a coffee after mid-afternoon? No, not at all. I'm someone who can have a coffee at 10 o'clock at night and fall asleep half an hour later. Okay. Do you think it is a fallacy or do you think there is some? No, I think there is definitely the way our bodies respond to it, but mine responds differently to to To, it, to most things. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Now, the other interesting bit of news is that the average cost of a cup of coffee in Australia is $4.12. 12. Just at the 12. <laughs> and we are sitting at the third cheapest cup of coffee in the world. So the first country. Switzerland. No, cheapest, the cheapest coffee. Oh, okay. That's the, that's one of the most expensive. But uh, the Vietnam. cheapest. Yeah, that's on fourth. That's actually fourth. Good guessing. Let's go Middle East. Let's go, you know, Turkey, followed by Brazil, followed by Canada is a fourth. And then on the flip side, the most expensive coffees. Switzerland. Yep, Denmark, Sweden, all the Scandinavian yeah, countries. Yeah. Everything's expensive there. So another fact. God, I love these facts. Okay, last one. Last one. Aussies spend a whopping $3 billion on coffee per year. And that's what keeps us happy. It does. But I, I need to tell you this one other fact that I found. Okay, I know. The most expensive coffee is in San Francisco. 
And guess how much one person would pay for one cup of coffee? $37.50. No. Actually, why did you say $37.50? Because it's actually half of what they pay. It's $75. Yes. Yeah, well done. The beans are grown in the Panama. I thought you were going to say in someone's hand or no, something. No, no. They're called Alida Geisha Natural Beans. Imagine spending $75 on a cup of coffee. Well, some people spend 500 bucks on a bottle of wine. Yeah, true. There you go. Yeah, but it's not, not us because we drink it too fast. But <laughs> <laughs> well, some people some, do. Some people do. Anyway, they're my facts. And we are a coffee-loving country. Yes. And in Bayside, we have many wonderful cafes that do us proud. You know, somewhere like Blackrock, a tiny little village of shops, has, what, 10 or 12 coffee shops or something? I know. It's great. I mean, I'm not complaining. No. Let's, let's be honest here. We support that culture. And here's a little fact. Yes. During the GFC, when so many organisations and, and companies were closing, we actually increased our coffee shops. We did. There you go. We did because we needed because to get we out. Need that. We need to get out. It is our, our little piece of comfort every day. It is. But also it's really important for those people, especially in the pandemic, that felt lonely it was a social interaction aspect as well. Oh, it's to get out and do something. And talk to people. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we have a little guest in the studio today. Poor thing has just been listening to us crap on for the past seven minutes. But yeah, go on. And I believe this lovely lady, Lucy, is a barista here in Bayside. She is. Hi, Lucy. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. We cannot wait to pick your brain, Lucy, all about serving people as a barista Mm -hmm. in Bayside and, you know, managing grumpy customers and happy customers and weird orders like my Marie's. um, And on that, actually, I would argue that possibly Kate's may be more difficult for a barista. Why? It depends on what coffees you've got sort of ordered at the time, but it's all about the milk. It's not really about the, like, what it is. But she has almond milk as well. Oh, is it almond milk? It's almond milk, yes. However, Brista, Lucy, I do want to ask you a question about almond milk. I know we're sort of digressing, as we always do, but I do believe that almond milk separates. Yeah, it's more difficult and soy as well. Soy is probably the worst. That's why you've got those barista milks now, is that right, so that they don't separate? Yeah, and most, especially around Bayside, everyone's got the the Bon Soy and the Milk Lab, So, and those ones are designed not to burn and not to break up and to taste good when you heat it up for coffee. Okay. So it's all about the milk. It is, yes, because you can do a big batch of normal milk and sort of bang it out, do a few cappuccinos and a latte or like a a weak. Mocha. Um, Mocha. Extra hot. (laughs) Just put a bit of chocolate at the bottom. But then to stop and do a like one soy in the middle of 10 regular milks is a bit of a pain. But, I mean, I can't complain either because I'm an almond milk drinker too. So Yes, you can't. So that's why we pay a little bit extra for these other alternative milks. Yes, and it's more expensive as well to buy in. Right. Especially the good quality stuff that all the cafes are doing at the moment. Yep. So how many coffees on a day would you make? Oh, wow. I don't know because they go so fast. And like I said, you sort of do them a bit in bulk too. It's also everything at once as well. So it's times of the day that you get crazy amounts of orders and then you're standing around for the rest of the day. But I would say a weekday, probably two to 300. Okay. And then a weekend, probably double that, maybe triple. Which is a um, lot of coffee, isn't it? 200 it is. to 300 coffee it is a orders. Lot. Yeah. But if you get the big jugs and like some cafes do it like that, depends on the cafe, I guess. Mm-hmm. The more boutique ones sort of do it one by one. But where where I am, 
we just get so many orders at once. We get the big groups of cyclists in or the big groups of walking people in. And so you want to just sort of get your coffees out and that's when it helps to to sort of shuffle the stories a little bit. So because you're the one that is managing that flow of coffees, et cetera, do you have that superiority in that area? Like are you God in that area, <laughs> the goddess? It's very – well, it's first priority. So you go coffees first. If coffees right. are ready – just take them out. out. And yeah. when I first started, could see people getting grumpy, the baristas getting grumpy if they were sitting there for too long. Fair enough, because you don't want a cold coffee and they get set back a lot if they're not hot. But now I can see it from the other point of view where, yes, if my coffee's sitting there for more than 10 seconds, I'm getting ready <laughs> getting to, <stroppy>. to <laughs> flag someone over. Yeah. And I've seen that before. I've seen the baristas getting really stroppy with the waitresses Whoa. and dinging the bell, like, coffee's out, coffee's out. <laughs> I was about to say that, back, the dinging of the bell. I get a bit is passive it? aggressive sometimes and just take it out myself and just walk around the bench and just take it out. And do give the eyes, you know, the better the eyes to the, to the waitress that didn't wasn't around to take oh, your coffee. Well, they're usually pretty busy at the same time though, so they probably don't see it. Sure. Okay. Now. What is the most weird coffee order that you've ever received that you think, what the hell is this um, person thinking? Yeah, well, there was one somebody asked for, and it was very easy, so it was very easy to do, but somebody just asked for just like six espressos in a large cup, which was just insane because oh usually in a large cup you do maybe a long black. Right. And that's a pretty strong coffee and you can make it strong as well, like a strong long black. But this guy was like, no, can I just get like six shots in this this cup? That's well, a lot must have been very tired. So can I ask a really basic question? A long black sure. is just one shot or two shots? It's like one and a half. Okay. It's, a, it's its own special button. Oh, um, everyone's got a special so button. Oh, <laughs> we all have special buttons. Right? You start with some hot water down like the bottom there, and then it just falls on top. So it's actually my favourite to do because it's nice quick and, and easy. easy. I don't have to heat up any milk. It's perfect. Lucy, I've got a question for you. So yes. grumpy customers, I have seen people uh-huh. go into the cafe, order their coffee, and they're not happy. Mm-hmm. They're grumpy in, in their own mind. Sure. And their attitude's bad from the start. Yeah, they've yeah. got other stuff going on. They have. So how do you manage someone's grumpiness I think if I'm serving them I like to sort of kill them with kindness a bit and sort of be overly friendly and I think that annoys them a little bit more too and (laughs) it's just nice to sort of not be um sort of affected by it but just before lockdown it wasn't about my coffees thankfully but we had this lady that sort of came in and she was ready for a fight already and she wanted to kick somebody else off of a table because she was sitting in the sun or something and was like, oh, they don't mind sitting in the sun. It was a bit crazy while she was there and we were sort of thankful to see her leaving. But as she does, she sort of stops like the the manager that was on that day and goes, oh, also the food was really bad. Um, oh. Is there anything you can do about that? And he said, well, you've finished it and we just cleared <laughs> your plates and there's nothing I can do now maybe if at the start you'd say oh there's we've got this issue because we're very happy to take stuff back to do that when there's an issue and when it's sort of done nicely but yeah she was looking for a fight and I don't think the manager was really very patient with her after all of her I, antics I don't really blame um, them really because no. it's after the event like you yeah. said I mean if you've they've a, eaten the food yeah. yeah and she's on her way out she's had a good day she's just just leave or not? Um, <laughs> do you then, think? Do you think she was trying, Lucy, to get out of the bill, like I, to get a freebie? Absolutely. Yeah. I think she was trying to get sort of maybe next time or something or a deal or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, our manager was not having it, and I look over when there's um, sort of heightened voices, and she turns around and looks at the staff and goes, "I hope you all get COVID." 
oh. runs out. She screamed oh. it across the, the restaurant. Oh, that's pleasant. I couldn't believe it. Mm. It was just. She's had a bad day. Was she was, as we said before, there's other stuff going on in her life apart from bad sure. food. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so that's something that I, I was thinking about while you were talking is returning coffees. So when is it okay to send a coffee back and what is the right way to do it? Yes. Oh, I'd love it if customers ask me this. I'm always happy to replace a coffee. Sometimes I'm really busy and it it's a bit stressful and I might not look as though you're look happy. As, <laughs> look as thrilled to do it. But honestly, if it's not hot enough, that's fair enough. You've paid four bucks. You've paid a lot of money for a four dollars twelve. I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, you've paid the third cheapest in the world. Yes. And I'm very happy to make you up a new one if you know you're polite and you just say hi. Like, could I please get a hotter one? Some baristas have a bit more pride maybe um, <laughs> or maybe know they've done it the right way and with soy as well and doing that to a certain heat is pretty impossible. And then also if it's a strong coffee, it just all congeals and it goes sort of thick in the bottom so you don't want to overheat that. And so if I'm getting something impossible come back, I try to explain it to them. There's maybe a reason why, but no, like happy to, to replace things that need to be replaced. Just in a polite way. Um, so that's the etiquette of sending it back? Yeah, and to know the reason the- as well. Like if yeah. you want it hotter or if you want less froth. What about the amount that they've drunk as well? Have you had ones return? Yeah, I can yes. see it in your face. Go on. <laughs> that's, it's just like the lady really. You get people coming in and they've drunk three quarters of it or it's been sitting in front of them for 20 minutes and they haven't drunk any of it and they come back and say it's not hot enough. That's when it's a that bit. That would be well, so. Yes, because I've seen it cooling down on your table for, for the yeah. last half an hour. Yeah. And do you think when people do want to return their coffee, it's all about their delivery because, mm-hmm. you know, I've had to return coffees a lot because of my stupid order. Stupid But order. when I do, I'm very, I'm trying to be polite mm-hmm. and courteous and say, look, you know, my coffee order is just not exactly what I wanted or it's a little bit warm. So if I say it nicely, the barista always comes back and goes, Fantastic. Thanks for letting me know. No yeah. problems at all. But I've seen I other I'd people. I'd be very happy to replace your coffee, Marie. I feel thank, like you'd be very, I, I, very nice I to think so because I don't return it very often. But if I had to, that's how I'd approach it. But I've seen people just go completely crackers. I know, and it's a drink, right? It's a drink. So yeah. if you just ask nicely yeah. as a barista, you yeah. would try and come to the party. I yeah. know, and you don't want to annoy the barista. I know. Then you might get shuffled to the back of the line or – Correct. They have, like I said, you're God, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, you've got control over the machine, the order, the the timing, the the timing, everything. So um, I wouldn't (laughs) piss off the barista. No. Do you think the barista is the same level as a chef? That's going to be interesting. Oh, Ooh, no, no, question. no. They have way more to do. They have they have <laughs> all they have way more complaints. They have way more different things to do. It's honestly, I'm making it out to be a really difficult job, but once you <laughs> learn it, there's only a finite things to learn, but I feel like with a chef you're probably always learning and uh, okay. always have something. Uh, yeah, and that's that's I, I can understand what you're saying, but what's interesting about your answer is that when you go into a cafe, the first person you see is a barista. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you don't use that area. There's yes. a lot of smaller, and so it's more about the coffee than the food. Yes, I think because I work in more of a restaurant, or maybe half half. Maybe on the weekends it's more coffee, but it's definitely restaurant focused. Yeah. Sure, sure. But and as you say, Marie, 
you don't see the chef, but you do see the barista. Yeah, so the they're on the front hides. line. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah. Keep a smile on yeah. all day. Yeah, yeah, I know. Whereas, yeah, chefs can go crazy in the background. So you go and pay for the coffee and you tap your card and then you see the little tip glass. Yes. Yeah, it's jar, you know. And so you go, well, I can't tip. I see, you know, a few coins in the mm-hmm. bottom of the jar. What happens with the tips? And Do you expect Do you get them? many tips and – what sort of tipping are you expecting? So many questions. I know. I just <laughs> want to know. To remember the ball. Sorry, I, I just look at that tips. that jar yeah. and go, who tips with cash? Can I just, cash? before we start, I'd just like to say great question, Marie. Thanks. God, that's the first time I've got a great question. Where do I start with that? So tips, yeah, it's all just loose change really. There's a lot of people, because our coffees are $4, people, if they pay with a $5 note, they'll maybe put a dollar in, but we definitely don't expect it. And different places have different tips etiquette with what they do with it ours gets like split up with all the staff um because there's a lot of people sure wouldn't get tips normally yeah um so there's less tips now that um if we're in covid with the cashless society yes yes definitely yeah well, that's a shame we yeah. need to get the big notes into the into the jar we do but saying that you know we're not a society like america where our our service people are relying on tips to actually survive. Well, that's right, because a tips uh, is their wage. So whereas yes. we don't have that in Australia. No. Yeah, no, no one really relies on it as a source of income. I don't think anyone really follows it up if they don't get a shout. Sure. It's sort of a bit, yeah. especially where we are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's all just casual. Yeah, so, you know, what do you remember, like the be- the highest amount of tips you got for the week or anything like that? Um. Well, I remember maybe not in a week um, and we sort of empty it out every now and again when it starts to look too full just to sort of encourage. (laughs) Maybe that's why you're not seeing too many because we do, you do sort of keep it at a low level and that encourages more. But I know from a big table, I think they had a birthday or something and they ended up um, just like putting a 50 in because they paid for the whole table in cash and they had an extra 50 lying around. So just put that in, which is quite nice. Um, Very kind. Yeah, and I guess around Christmas too, people are a lot more Mm -hmm. generous. Around Christmas. Mm -hmm. I like to pay for someone else's table just as a random thing that nobody else knows about. You've never done that for me, ever. (laughs) No, 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 for people I don't know. So I'll I'll stalk someone in the restaurant and go, oh, they're lovely with lovely kids, et cetera, and I pay for their bill, right, and I I tell them. I think she really doesn't. I think she's pretending to be really nice. (laughs) Yeah, I just want the kudos (laughs) for Finally, for God's sake, it's been years. (laughs) Have you ever seen that? That sounds lovely. I have not seen that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thank to, you so much. That was a great question, Kitty Cat. That it was a really so good cool question. Have a story Thank you very that. much. Thank you. Good. We'll just give me a kudos. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted to bring that up yourself. I did. Yeah, yeah she did. She, was, was, she, she, she just, it was all about her. It was a self-gratification. But I, no, I just want people to do that at Christmas because it's really fun yeah, and I yeah. love doing it. Yeah, okay. That would be so cool yeah. to be told to go up and pay the bill. And Well, it's all about paying forward and that's what it's about. It was. It's fun. Yeah. Can it I is, just encourage yeah. people to do it? Yeah. Okay. At a random thing because it's fun. Yeah. Now, last question. Hmm. Why do you love your job as a barista? I think I I complain about it a lot, but I love the stress of it. It just keeps me my toes, and you're multitasking. It makes the day go so fast. Yeah. Um, and you get to chat as well. You get to chat with your coworkers. There's always like down hours where there's no one in, and then you also get to chat with some like lovely locals, and you get a lot of regulars, and you start to build up a bit of a 
a relationship with, you know, your favourites coming in and you get their coffee ready sort of early for them because you know what they're going to want. As soon as they walk in the door? Yeah, yeah, I've got those those glasses heating for those extra hot uh, lattes. (laughs) Right, well, I'm going to go and see Lucy to get my order next time. (laughs) Thank you so much for your time today. It's been so much fun chatting to you and we really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I can't wait to make your coffees for you. Great. Thanks for coming on to the well, banter. mine, but not Marie's. <laughs> not mine at all. Okay, next time. Thanks, Lucy. Thank you. Thanks. Now, last week we spoke to Nicole Cooper, our local young talent timer, and we've had such lovely feedback about her, Marie. We did, and just she's such a genuine person, and I loved her laughter, and she just enjoyed her time as a young talent timer, and we all have beautiful memories of watching Young Talent Time and the songs that they used to sing and Johnny Young. It was just so much fun. I mean, I, I just it was part of my growing up and yours as well. Yeah, yeah. It was it was lovely to revisit that and to feel that innocence and joy and, you know, fun of the 70s and 80s yeah. for sure. And also, Kitty Cat, she still has that beautiful voice. Like it's just pitch perfect, pretty much like mine, not. <laughs> <laughs> and as you know, I can't sing to save my yeah, life. We're both crappy singers. Anyway, thanks to Nicole for coming on. To Thank the- you, Nicole. Bayside bubble. Yeah. Next week. Next week we have the guys from the Sandy Street Art Project. So what they do is they go around and find tied and tagged walls that they need to make look cheerful and have just got incredible pieces of artwork from local artists and from overseas artists. This was nothing to do with their career or anything like that. They just they just saw that something like this was needed in the community and stepped up. And that's what Bayside has been about for us throughout this yes. pro- this journey of the podcast. Yes, we've stepped up by coming here and just talking a lot. Well, That's our contribution. <laughs> well, we just talk about how wonderful people are out there and that's our yes. job. And they are an incredible team of people. So we look forward to talking to Very much so. Ian and Les from the Sandy Street Art Project. Yeah, looking forward to it. Okay, Bayside, that is our long banter for this week, but I think it was worth it. There was some awesome stuff. Lucy was just told us all about oh coffee. Oh, my gosh. All my about gosh. coffee, and gosh. that was fun. It was, it was. Okay, over to next week, Sandy Street Art Project. Thanks for listening to the Bayside Banter. See you next week. Bye. Bye. www.baysidebubble.com.au or to suggest new Bayside stories or to leave feedback, please email us at baysidebubblepodcast at gmail.com. As we are a new podcast, we would appreciate a rating by going to Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to this show. A big shout out to our sponsors, Buxton Real Estate and Chisholm Constructions. Until next time, that's a fortnight from now. Take care.